Three members of a San Diego family are trapped in Wuhan, China, amid the coronavirus outbreak. Yan Jun Wei traveled with her two small children to celebrate the Chinese New Year with her parents. While they were there, the city was shut down. The only way out is through coordinated flights with the U.S. State Department. The respiratory illness has killed more than 200 people and sickened nearly 10,000. And the World Health Organization has called the virus a public health emergency of international concern. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Josh Robinson Smith, you're part of the Enterprise team at the Union Tribune. And recently you had a rather sad story about a family that's trapped in Wuhan, China. Why don't you explain what's going on there? So Wuhan, China is believed to be ground zero for the coronavirus outbreak that has grabbed headlines across the nation and across the world, right? And uh, they're on lockdown there. No one can leave um, unless uh, they are foreign nationals who are flown out by federal governments, right? So we recently were contacted by a family um, where a mother and two small children, a one, two small children, a one-year-old and a three-year-old are trapped there, mm-hmm. um, cannot get out. And the father is here in San Diego. And uh, they told us their story and just how heartbreaking and harrowing it is to be trapped in a city like this. And can you describe exactly how trapped they are? Because this is something that's kind of difficult for Americans to imagine. Right. So this is a city of 11 million people, right? Like roughly twice the size of New York City. We're talking about high rises, dense urban neighborhoods. Um, The family that we talked to is uh, on the 15th floor of a high rise building, a uh, 30 story high rise building. And um, they said that people are not even leaving their apartments. Everyone is scared to leave their apartments except to try to get food, mm-hmm. right, and and basic necessities. And that in and of itself is really kind of challenging and scary because people are lining up at markets hours before they open and then clearing out the markets within hours after the doors open up. So it's a, it's a pretty intense situation. There's no public transportation, there's no commercial air flights, and uh, major highways also um, are said to be shut down right now. Mm-hmm. So can you explain exactly how they hope to get out of the situation? Because you mentioned earlier that the only way they can get out is through the government. How does that work? So a lot of governments have been flying out their um, citizens from different places in Wuhan and China. And um, the United States flew out uh, roughly 200 people uh, this week, and um, they flew them to a base in uh, east of Los Angeles where Mm -hmm. they're voluntarily being held and monitored. And now the question is, are we going to do more flights? Because before the outbreak, it was estimated there was roughly a thousand people in the Wuhan metropolitan area. So, you know, there could be hundreds of people still there who Mm -hmm. are American citizens. And like the family we talked to, Um, they are hoping to get on one of these planes, although they haven't really heard anything from the State Department yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of questions remain. So what are they trying to do to try to avoid getting this virus? Because it sounds like, like similar viruses, there's a long period of time in which you could be infected and not know. 
Yeah, so everyone's basically just holed up in their apartments, right? Like you can imagine they're in a 30-foot story apartment, right? And uh, there's hundreds of people in this building and no one's leaving their units, right? Everyone's just um, basically staying put unless they have to go out for um, food, right? In which case you wear a mask and you try not to touch anything. You come back, you wash your hands diligently, you know, and then go back to your existence of basically hiding in your apartments. And people are um, communicating through the social media and texting app and video conferencing app um, WeChat, right? This is what a lot of people in China use. It's this state-sanctioned social media app. And so people are sharing information that way mm-hmm. and saying, you know, I saw this, I heard this. And that's kind of how um, people are staying connected. Yeah. And in these sort of situations, you know, that's kind of the only way you can get the most up-to-date information in a sense is through these you know channels right and they, so the family that we talked to um the burnett family is emailing and calling the u.s state department saying hey do we have any updates but so far they haven't heard had any contact with the federal officials other than just to be on this mass email list which just kind of tells you what's on the website right mm-hmm. and so they feel very in the dark they don't know what's going on people are resorting to just um trying to figure out what's going on through these social media apps and rumors and and sharing information that way. I mean, I can only imagine how scary it would be, not only for the folks that are cooped up in this um, small apartment, small apartments in China, but also the folks back home who don't know like when they're going to see their loved ones again. Yeah, it's like you're stuck, literally, and just nothing can happen until you have that message from the State Department saying, hey, your flight's ready. It's sounds truly terrifying. Right. Yeah, truly terrifying, right? Because you, I mean, this is a very urban area. I think it it might be hard for people to really kind of like visualize just how urban this is. Many people don't even own their own cars. Uh, You know, I think the majority of people, they rely on public transportation. So once the once the public transportation gets shut down, really, you you can't move around. Right. And even if you did have a car, there are checkpoints and free major freeways are being shut down. So I think that at this point, you know, there's a little bit, I think people are nervous about the coronavirus, you know, and not wanting to be infected, obviously. But there is this kind of claustrophobia that's that's setting in where people are just, you know, they're stuck. And for this family specifically, you know, I mean, they have a one, a one-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and a three-year-old boy. So really young kids trapped in this apartment, not even able to get them out to the park to move around. I mean, I can imagine that the tension is only ratcheting up as each day goes by. And not to mention the fear, because oftentimes these illnesses are particularly deadly for young children. Yeah, exactly. And what um, the mother told me was she was also just afraid of normal things that could Mm -hmm. happen, like getting an infection that you would need antibiotics for. How would you get that? Now, we do know that the Chinese government is building these new hospitals in Wuhan at breakneck speed and that they should be open to they should be open to take the coronavirus patients by next week. 
in -hmm. fact, which is really remarkable. But in the meantime, we've seen this kind of harrowing footage from the hospitals with what appears to be like dead bodies laying in the halls. And so if you do get sick, where are you going to go? How are you going to get antibiotics for your kids, right? Mm -hmm. So that's also top of people's minds. How do we just meet our basic needs while under this unprecedented quarantine. Mm-hmm. And since this story has been out there, have you heard from any other San Diegans that have been trapped in Wuhan? Uh, no, no, I, I, I personally have not. Um, this family reached out to us and said, you know, we're extremely frustrated because we were trying to reach someone at the U.S. government that could tell us what's going on. And so far, we haven't heard anything. And so they they reached out to us. And then that's when we went or I went and um, talked to the father. And then we were able to use WeChat to directly um, talk to the mother who's in China right now. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully they get answers soon. Yeah, we'll see if they're on the next plane. Maybe the next story we do will be a reunion story, hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Josh Emerson-Smith, thank you so much. Always good to be here. In other health news, the U.S. declared a public health emergency Friday over the coronavirus. President Donald Trump has signed an order that will temporarily bar entry to the U.S. of foreign nationals other than immediate family of U.S. citizens and permanent residents who have traveled in China within the past 14 days. The new restrictions take effect at 5 p.m. Eastern Sunday. Americans returning from China will be allowed into the country, but will face screening at select ports of entry and required to undertake 14 days of self-screening to ensure they don't pose a public health risk. Those returning from the Hubei province, the center of the outbreak, will be subject up to 14 days of mandatory quarantine. There are six cases of the virus in the U.S. and 191 individuals being monitored as of Friday afternoon. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. This podcast is produced by myself, and editing help this week came from Dana Littlefield, Christina Davis, Diana McCabe, and Beto Alvarez. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at unionchip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.